0: dang i tell you what man yeah your first one yeah kind of cute yeah this one this one's a fucking banger you think he's cute He's the cutest one yet. (laughs) They keep getting cuter. Look at that one. Jesus, Louisa, that's a baby model cute.
1: Yeah, he's starting to get hair. (laughs)
0: Louis, you're a little cutie. You do look exactly like your brother. (laughs)
1: Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's he's frustrated at the moment because he uh, can push himself up, but he can't figure out how to crawl. He just does this, like, it's like he's swimming on the carpet. Type oh, of thing, what a which, dummy! Yeah, I know it's not okay. Well, he's right here. Get your head in the game, Lewis. Get your head in the game, Lewis. Little Lou. Sometimes we can make him laugh. L E W. Make him laugh on the show. That's a very British thing, isn't it? LBW stands for leg before wicket. No, L E W. The name Lou, but it's L E W. Well, LBW is very British. It stands for leg before wicket. It's a thing that happens in cricket sometimes. Uh, Lewis, what more... is the what does the duck say? There's more Indian cricket players. I tell him this literally every day. I literally, every single day, I tell him what the duck says. It's quack, quack, quack. I just told him now, and I ask him, and he doesn't have an answer. He's like a deer in the headlights. Lewis, what does the duck say? What does the duck say? What does the duck say? Quack, 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 quack. Nothing. Just absolutely nothing. I don't think you're supposed to shake him. (laughs) It was a gentle shake. (laughs) Anyway, the baby's Lewis, you're a cutie.
0: Look at that cutie. Yeah. Did you ever get his radio head onesie? Yeah, oh yeah.
1: Thank you for that. I never thanked you for it, but I, I do thank you. We should say um what's going on here. It's Yeah, a, it's um yeah. it's
0: a podcast yes, that we yes. do. Uh, yeah. we are the strange bedfellows. My name is Tanner, and I'm joined by my co host. He calls himself what do you call
1: yourself, Bedfellow Jack? Big Bad Bedfellow.
0: That'd be a cool, that's like a real, like, Victorian serial killer's name.
1: Bedfellow Jack, yeah. 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 He stalks the corners of Gin Alley at night. Bedfellow (laughs) Jack is not someone you want sharing your bed.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. Ooh, it scared good. scared Lewis a little bit. It scared
1: Lewis. It freaked him out. He's not ready for that type of
0: content. What are we talking about? Oh, we introduced the show. We um we read romance books, we watch yeah. romance movies, we yeah. played romance video games. Not yet, we but maybe read romance mangas. Did we? And we're not traditionally the romance uh audience. No. But it's twenty twenty two, baby. We're throwing yeah. tradition out the window. Yeah, and that's what this book is about in a lot of ways. We're invading your spaces.
1: Yeah, we're here. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> This is the future that liberals want. This,
0: yeah, that's <laughs> our message. We're yeah. here.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, we watched a movie today that's kind of about the genre, isn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah, and it, it wasn't a romance. I say, yes. hard, strong, yes. Although a Wikipedia hard, listed yes. as a action, as action adventure action. comedy. You and so, but we agree that this is a romance, and it's this about is a romance, romance. and it's yeah. about romance, the genre,
1: and it's about r- being romantic.
0: It's our generation's romancing the stone. Yes, it's called the Lost, Lost City, City. starring Sandra good. Bullock, Channing Tatum, Daniel
1: Radcliffe. Who else?
0: Oscar from the Office. Oscar from the Office makes an appearance, cameo.
1: Yeah, um, and two very Brad funny- Pitt. Actresses who may be famous, but I didn't know who they were. Who are her agent and her agent's assistant? Yes, were both very funny. Yes, both very funny.
0: Do you want me to do my first segment? Please. You're sort yeah. of you're you're summoning it.
1: I'm summoning it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because you're talking about her assistant. Yeah. Um. She. Uh, her agent has hired a social media editor for her. Yes. Who follows her around and has her phone and does That's her very social funny. media. Yeah. And she's very funny. But I wanted to invite in, if I could, I know we just got here. Yeah. But um, she's in the world of kind of like internet marketing, you know, like...
1: Influencer marketing. We're
0: not really in the marketing space or like the the branding space. So I thought we'd invite in uh, the two lewd branding consultants. Perfect. Yeah. I love those guys. Horny Jack and Horny Tanner, welcome. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are here because... We wanted to, oh, pitch some alts here.
1: Yeah, let's I pitch think. some
0: alts. Because, We're just going to do a little
1: touch up work. Yeah. yeah.
0: She says, the assistant says,
1: I took over your socials. So this morning you tweeted, Where are my ladies at? Meet me at ballroom G at 5 p.m. Hashtag Sean Mendez. Hashtag <laughs> gagging to meet you all. <laughs>
0: And I think it's sexy. I mean, it, d- yeah. it depends. So here's what I'm, I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. I think we can come in and find the sexiness that is maybe just sort of like it's flirting on the surface there. I mean, I love this. I want to say I love this. What do we got?
1: So you want to get that sexier. Well, I think. Well, one-
0: gagging. So there's some an- ambiguity in gagging to meet you all. Yeah. Um, but that
1: is supposed to be sexy, I think.
0: Okay. Okay. So then, yes. Gagging
1: on meet you all. Yes, gagging on my meat yeah, to you Yeah, that's all. good. And I think the, the assistant later does do this later in the movie, but we might as well do it here. I think we should at Sean Mendes as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do <laughs> you really want me to tweet this? Oh, we're tweeting it? No, no, no. Because <laughs> if you're tweeting it, I might change some of the stuff we've landed on. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, he's pissed. He's pissed. He hates it. Do you want if Daddy can... to come back? What do you think, Lewis? Let's go we... get Daddy. Let's... Should we go get, get Daddy? Horny Jack, we should leave.
1: Okay. Well, we really tried our best, didn't we? Yeah, this, the kid did not like it. He did not like it. He doesn't like it when we go blue.
0: You know, it's the whole premise of two lewd branding Should we talk about what the movie's about?
1: Yes, let's do it. It's Romancing the Stone. It's very funny and clever. We liked yeah. it. I liked it. Well, uh, see, I was going to say this i learned something about myself from watching this film okay and it is that sometimes when i fall asleep like right at the end of the movie which is every movie that I always watch yeah anytime Yeah. i later think that i've seen more of the film than i in fact have oh, okay yeah so, so i you always had said say to me, myself the next day yeah, yeah well i watched most of that but I fell asleep at the end I, I got the the gist I got it I got it i missed the like finale but yeah. What I have learned from watching this movie a uh, second time yeah. now, which is I did today, yeah, is that I know when I fell asleep, and it was at around minute 32. <laughs>
0: okay. It's like a two-hour movie. Yeah, because after that, movie. I
1: was all new to me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'd even judged and maybe even like rated the movie somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it
0: held up on, on the rewatch. On rewatch, I liked it even better. Good movie. Very fun movie. It's a modern film. It just came out recently. It's got rave reviews. Everyone's talking about it on iTunes Uh, uh, or uh, what do you call it? Apple TV. (gasps) Okay, yeah. A social media network we helped launch, by the way. On Apple Books. On on Apple Books, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Where we do a lot of reviews.
1: It's a hit. It's a smash hit. And you know what? I I loved loved it. it. Thought yeah, I had a really good time with it. Yeah. I, it was very funny. It's like there's an acting style where like it kind of feels like the directors were like, "Hey, don't worry too much about the scripts. Just like say stuff, and we'll like yeah. capture it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that kind of comes through. <laughs> Let's just describe it. It's about a lady. Yes. Uh, okay. Who's a, a romance novelist? Yes. And she's... A, a secluded
0: older romance novelist on her way out. Her yeah. star is fading. And she's played by Sandra Bullock. And she's, she's turned into America's a, sweetheart. a little bit of
1: a curmudgeon. Yeah, she's over it. She's decided she's written her last book. Her agents are trying to persuade her to do a big book tour. She doesn't want to do it, but she does it anyway. And she has a big event with Channing Tatum, who is the handsome model who is on the cover of all of her novels. Yeah,
0: they've been together a long time.
1: And her novels are all, like, kind of historically accurate yeah, adventure she, yeah. romances. And the latest one is about the lost city of D, and that pun, my friends, is intended. So the city was built on a lava dome. As the volcano became active, the dome filled with lava and sunken things rose to the surface. The D exposed itself. The entire city? Oh, no, no, just the tip.
0: In the The, movie. Yeah, it is intended. They make a, a lot out of it. Yeah there's a whole bit with my um well i guess i could do a a segment perfect it's a the six minute and 31 second mark there was a character introduced and i uh, couldn't help but think that you don't understand i could have had class i could have been a contender i could have played this fucking part yeah and it was um this mc at her like book tour launch event played by my podcasting i guess nemesis now Bo yeah. and Yang. Yes, my love, more heads. I am so excited to introduce to you the award-winning author Loretta Sage. <laughs> yep, mount it. Mount it.
1: Mount it. Okay, find find your center. Oh yeah, he's in this one too. He, I feel like he's being in movies just to spite us. Yeah, just to show us that some podcasters get movies and some don't. I I have a pod, uh, Hollywood.
0: I have a podcast too. It's this one. It's not. It's. I wouldn't say it's lighting up the charts, but it's yeah, like a. It's got a good steady beat to it. You know.
1: Yeah. Who are we texting? I'm texting Sarah to tell her to please come and get this baby who's uh, really taking up most of my attention. Yeah, and squealing quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's, you know, sometimes when, you know, not to name any names, but some of us just text whoever during the show. Yeah, yeah. But if Daddy is texting during the show, Daddy's texting because it's an emergency. (laughs) 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 And it's a show-related emergency. Yeah.
0: I'll miss him. Yeah, I like cute. having him around. He's, yeah, he's a real cutie. He's real really poly He's like, he's interested in the screen. He wants yeah. to see Uncle Tanner.
1: Yeah. He does like to see his Uncle Tanner. Look, hey, Lewis, Lewis, look. That's Uncle Tanner. Can Hi. Can you do a big smile at the Uncle Tanner? Hi. At least show him Hi. those. I was going to say those pearly whites. He actually doesn't have any. Hi. Those. <laughs> <laughs> show me gums. Just, show him those empty gums. <laughs> <laughs> It's a funny film. It, uh, she, um but so there's Sarah a was coming. <laughs> I thought so, too. I was really hoping. <laughs> um, well, she, she's putting the other child to bed. The other child um, had a kind of a Ninja Turtles emergency. That oh, yes, yes, yes. Thrown things really out of whack yeah. uh, in this household.
0: Was it like a crisis of conscience or what?
1: It was more a crisis of he wanted to watch more of the 1984 Ninja oh, Turtles okay. cartoon. But okay. bedtime kind of reared its ugly head and uh when two immovable objects kind of run into each other you know (laughs) uh, yeah you you get explosions in that yeah that that happens
0: happens to us every now and then
1: yeah What's we? What's what are we talking about? It's uh, Miss Congeniality. Oh, she's still not coming. One. Okay, so sh- yeah. so yeah, Miss Congeniality
0: is uh, <laughs> played by Sandra Bullock, and she is the author of the books. And I don't remember yes. either of their characters' names.
1: Well, we'll just call her Miss Congeniality. She um uh, so they have a book tour. It kind of goes badly. Channing Tatum tries to be good, and everyone likes him better than they like her. Yeah, because he's a but- fucking hunk. He's a big old hunk. Not gonna half. But then she is kidnapped outside of the book tour by Equus.
0: Yes, Equus. And he's interested yes. in more books about horse sex, please.
1: Is that what that's about? I,
0: I think that's what the play is about. Yeah.
1: Jesus. Um, I did not know that.
0: I think so. It might be about racehorses.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Can we do my Equus joke again? Because it was so good. We did it on yeah. a podcast before. Can I just say it again? Yeah. I'll just say it again. That I saw was the Equ- old show. I'll say it. I saw Equus recently, uh, yeah. but I thought Daniel Radcliffe was going to have a bigger part. <laughs> 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 it's good, right? It just yeah. really, it really, it really, um, it's I think he does have a pretty, I mean, yeah, I'm just, a, the- I'm
0: a, I'm just a, a lowly Bingus butcher. Yeah. But I think the the hubbub was that he does have a pretty impressive penis. Yeah. So, um, he,
1: a- Equus is very funny in this movie, and he's also – he uh, kidnaps her. Yes.
0: He's a supervillain, a Bond-like supervillain yeah. who
1: has bought an island in the, I don't know, South Sea. He's discovered the, the lost city of D, the actual lost city of D that her romance books are based on, and he thinks that she's the only one who can translate the big thing that will say where the um, where the city is. Yeah. Correct. Um, I'm going to pause now because yeah. I can't, just cannot concentrate. It seems like it's very hard. Uh, I'm going uh, to grab back. some water. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, we're back.
0: All I, right. Lewis is, gone. Lewis is gone. Do you think we should just go back and just, just again?
1: redo all the segments <laughs> again? Yeah, let's get back to the branding consultants. Horny Tanner, get back in here. <laughs> you know what I thought?
0: I realized. Yeah. I meant to do it. Well, this is Inside Baseball okay, here. Okay, perfect. Welcome to the
1: now you see how the sausage is made. Yeah, welcome to Inside Baseball with Jack and Tanner.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh I um meant to do it. As the other one, two prude branding consultants. Because <laughs> gag- gagging to meet you all is way too Do so you
1: want to try that? <laughs> no, I feel like, no, uh, there's, no there's no, I don't think there's any approach it. anymore. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's fine. Uh, well, imagine what could have been, listeners. I know. Imagine. I know. <laughs> I've never even met those guys. <laughs> no one has ever met those guys, two branding consultants. Yeah, they're they're um, very busy. brand new characters that we were going to have. I wish. Yeah. Um, I'm now. You now have my full attention. Let me say a few things about this yep. film. Um, let's see. Do you think that this film itself is just a, a vessel for a fairly intellectual discourse about the marginalization of genre fiction? Oh, interesting. No. I do think so. Let's see. At the one hour and 22 minute mark, uh, Equus says (laughs) – I saw him in Equus and I did think that he was going to have a bigger part. Yeah, Uh, He says, this is not one of your cheap – Vapid lady fantasy books, Loretta. This is real life. And uh, her name is Miss Congeniality. Is Loretta in this? And so there's a lot of fascinating interplay between this notion of what's fiction and what's real life. And the film, I think, is very much a discourse about the marginalization of genre fiction. Equus, of course, stands in for the gatekeepers of the MSM. The mainstream media or the lamestream media. Oh, as yeah. Wait, do you, what, wait, what do you, wait, what do you call I it? I call it the lamestream media. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The gatekeepers, the traditional gatekeepers who say that, you know, this is just romance or this is just sci-fi or this is just YA. And so it doesn't rise to the level of, you know, fucking Jonathan Franzen. And let's see, Die Hard Son is in this one too, isn't he? Die Hard's yeah, Son? Yeah, Die Hard's Son is in this one. Have you seen who do, who Die Hard 5? Who is that? Five? Uh, not recently. Uh, it's got uh, Channing Tatum, I think, is in it. Oh, and he's Die Hard's Son? Yeah. Hey, it's Jack here doing the edit uh, with a little fact check here. Um, Die Hard 5, also known as A Good Day to Die Hard, which came out in 2013 and is uh, quite a bad movie, uh, stars a man named Jai Courtney as... Bruce Willis's son, Jack. Um, and Jai Courtney does look a lot like Channing Tatum in the sense that he is also a human person, uh, but the similarities do end there. I did find an article online where Channing Tatum says that he would love to have been in a Die Hard movie if he had been given that opportunity, so I was basically right. Anyway, uh, I, back to the show. Goodbye now. Bye.
0: Yeah, he's very good. He's playing a dork,
1: he I guess, stands in but he's, for like, still a the, hunk. He stands in for what could be. Hunk and a half. Because he's very nice, and he even has a conversation with Miss Congeniality about this situation, where she's kind of shitting on romance lit, and she says it's stupid. Okay, uh, uh, you you were homecoming king, and you coasted on your good looks to L.A., but then realized being the most handsome kid in the middle of nowhere doesn't mean you're going to be a star. Oh, until one day when a woman who couldn't publish her book on Spanish colonization in the Atlantic decided to write a romance novel uh, chose you at random to be on the cover. Lucky for you and her, the, the novels were a smashing success. She kept writing her schlock. You kept posing. Um, you know, neither one of us becoming who we we'd hoped we would be. Uh, and then one day we both die in the jungle on one of those Atlantic islands I wrote about all those years ago. Right? Yeah, she's pretty she's She pretty calls jaded. it like She's and a waste of time. And he says, how dare you marginalize the experiences of the people who love your book?
0: writer, you can do whatever you want. If you don't want to write anymore, don't write. But don't minimize the people that love your work by calling it schlock. That's not fair to them. You know what's ironic? I thought you of all people would know not to judge a book by its cover. Yeah, she decided to be more of an intellectual. Yeah, you know. and she stands in for uh, the
1: internalized self-hatred of the oppressed. Okay. Doesn't she, don't you think, of these kind of I oppressed? I do. I was children? thinking yes. that,
0: too. I had that in my And then what do too. you
1: think the crown of fire is? Because they're searching for this big crown of fire that's uh, in the yes. lost city of D, which is the big MacGuffin that they're searching for. And What do you think it is? Why don't I say... Yeah. I'll say, I think it's the unrealized dream that we can appreciate, one day, different narrative genres on their own merits without judging them based on incidental characteristics we've made up as a way of keeping the so-called canon homogeneous and safe for the historical gatekeepers of culture, people like you. Don't yeah. you think that yeah, like what it stands in for? specifically, or like, oh, okay. And me, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't you think that's yeah. what it stands in for? But I think... If any, I, mean, I, I hate to give for.
0: I hate to give us too much credit, yeah. but I think we've sort of been um I guess heroes. I, I don't
1: I mean I would say, yeah, heroes, and I'm hero for pointing it out, I think. I think by don't by think? sticking to Wouldn't expected um, somebody to sing for me, I guess, when I said all that stuff, but
0: sticking to media that's not you know intended. We're not the intended audience. Oh yeah. It. We're heroes for kind of sliding our way yeah, we're into not,
1: these spaces. <laughs>
0: We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say we're representative of MSM. Yeah.
1: No, we're the Channing Tatums.
0: We're like the new, um, we're like the new, what are all those alt newspapers that all went defunct in the late 90s? Like city
1: papers? Like alt-weeklies?
0: Yeah. yeah, alt We're the new alt-weekly. Okay. You know?
1: I think I follow you. Yeah, okay, yeah. as opposed to the MSM. We're finding we're we're yes. blazing new paths for culture, and in fact, it's like that's where the real culture is happening. Yeah, and the mainstream media is represented here by Daniel Radcliffe. I thought he would have had a bigger part in Equus, but um.
0: <laughs> he had a pretty big part in this movie. <laughs> and I I don't mean <laughs> penis, but you know. He was he was uh, the like comic relief
1: in almost the entire film. Very and good. his failure to understand what the cave of endless tears signifies is kind of proves my point, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly. Does. Because they get there because he's like he. She finally does translate the text, and she leads them to this cave of endless tears. And he's like, "Sweet, I'm going to find the crown, and I'm going to be rich beyond my wildest dreams." But the crown is, in fact, seashells. He says, "Why would they build this here?" But how is anyone supposed to worship or remember you if they can't even see? And she says, "They aren't.
0: This isn't a monument to Kalaman's power. It's a hiding place for a grieving woman. Taha came here to be with her fallen lover. She just wanted to be
1: alone." So it's a it's it's a place of real meaning, and not just an empty husk of where the so-called canon thinks that meaning should reside. Don't you think? Yeah. Yes. What's happening to you? It yeah. seems like you're not engaging with my content here. <laughs> no, I, I um I love this guy. <laughs> I like this guy too. I was just kind of taking him out for a spin and I thought we were yeah. going to go around the block, but I was like, "Hey, let's get on the fucking autobahn." <laughs> I thought yeah. with this guy, I thought who's this guy? I thought he was fun yeah.
0: and I thought his energy was really yeah. good. Um but he didn't seem to want <laughs> to
1: (laughs) have an interlocutor be anything other than just kind of helping to move the conversation along. Yes. True.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That worked for me. So, but I, and is the, is it over now or should
1: we? I think that's all the quivers I have. Could it happen? (laughs) Could it happen again? It could happen again. Because once you activate that dude, it just feels like it just comes out of me, that stuff. Can I do a segment? Yes. Uh, what is your...
0: Name saved in Channing Tatum's phone as.
1: <laughs> yeah, he does a funny thing. That's true. That's like a meme kind of where he yeah, just... yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There's like people I know whose whose are like their wife is still saved in their phone as like hot Jenny or whatever. You yeah, know?
1: like uh, Alice from, from Bumble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. 20 minute, 30 second mark I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna change Sarah's name in my phone Which is just Sarah to Hot Jenny And then just have her see it at some point And it'll be like this romantic <laughs> moment, you know <laughs> Yeah <laughs> She's gonna ask who Jenny is <laughs> Yeah, no, I had not yeah. actually game that all the way You could out. just say it's like British slang Yeah, you it's know? British slang Oh, that's what I call all the ladies, all the birds <laughs> That was an Australian guy. That's what I call the birds. Oh, Jenny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, that's funny. 20
1: minute, 30 second
0: mark. Uh, yeah. Sandra Bullock has been kidnapped. She's yeah. off on the Lost City Island. Yeah. And Shannon Tatum and her agent, whose name
1: I don't know, nor the actress nor the character. But she was very funny and good in the film. Yeah. And she has her own B plot, which is that she's like going from plane to boat to automobile to try to find Sandra Bullock yeah yeah it's like um,
0: Kevin's mom and Home Alone yeah this movie is a lot like Home Alone it's a lot like that they're talking about how to rescue her and Channing Tatum realizes that he has the number of an ex-navy seal and okay. he says "But he's an ex-navy seal He he's a special ops trainer who's his name yeah, Jack Trainer. So he's a trainer named Jack Trainer. It's how I have everybody in my phone. Okay. Janice, Mom, Larry Doorknob, Stacey Buttstuff. <laughs> so now we, I don't know, if we're in yeah. Channing Tatum's phone. What are we? We're going to have to crack this formula and then, like, insert ourselves.
1: So Doorknob is the one that kind of stands out
0: to me. Larry Doorknob, yeah. Yeah. So I guess maybe Channing Tatum helped him with
1: his doorknob. So what would Channing Tatum help us with conceivably? Yeah maybe you're acting Mm,
0: i'm pretty good at that yeah i don't think i need that i guess like if he could make me like look as like all ripped up as he is
1: so he would be channing trainer in our phones oh he would be channing Trainer,
0: but what would we be i guess like trainee (laughs) (laughs) maybe there's some other way i've entered channing tatum's life because there is stacy butt stuff yeah. So maybe it's just some kind of like social relationship, you know. Yeah, like rather that. than a, a business transaction. And that's yeah. it. He
1: does get a lot of leeches on his butt in this movie. And so that's probably so- someone who removes. That's what it's it's his, his like leech removes. trainer. Yeah. His He's like leech, leech wrangler. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. If I was going to wrangle anything for Channing Tatum, it would be his leeches. So
1: maybe I'm just Tanner
0: Leech Wrangler. What am I? What do I get to be? How would you know? Let's talk about how you would know Channing Tatum.
1: I did have a famous man come t- to my house once, here in Austin. Okay. He is one of the m- men from um, Entourage. Mm. and Which uh, one? Turtle? I don't know. I haven't seen it. But he came because he was dating a friend of mine's friend. Oh, okay. So I think it would probably be Jack Friend of a Friend of a Friend or something like that.
0: Oh, that's how you would know him. Jack... Kenny ha- Tatum. Yeah. Yeah, like... Friend of Turtles.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Maybe through that. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Turtle friend. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. Jack Turtle friend. Yeah. And that's actually kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Although I okay. think... What was mine again? A oh, Reed, stuff, Leech I think. Friend. And what do um, the uh, listeners at home, how do they do it? I guess, how would you know... You just Channing, have to figure Channing,
0: out your association with Channing Tatum. How it would
1: happen. And I think yeah. you and I did it pretty scientifically.
0: Yeah, and it can be sort of like... It can be non-diegetically yeah. like Jack did or it can be diegetically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I did. You just really have to to see what works best for you. You have to you. reach
1: inside yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe we could take probably take a little break now and mm-hmm. come back and we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. With this film. Cuz yeah. hey, folks, listen, the first 15 minutes of this episode, I can now reveal, I wasn't paying attention to anything that was no. happening. The, bo- the baby was there, the baby was really taking my full attention. And you know what? There goes my hero, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember what we talked about. I don't remember certainly don't remember anything that Tanner said. I just kind of like responded and looked at his eyes to see if, like, what I was saying seemed like something that might be a response to what he had said, yeah, and often <laughs> it wasn't, <laughs> but we've but collected ourselves, in.
0: and now we're but now we're locked in, but now we're now we need the regular
1: podcast break. Yeah, and but I do, and I have this cool new character who and talks you've got about, this like, cool the new, marginalization like, of genre fiction, yeah, which is I a real he's thing. I like, guess he's, like, film
0: crit, like... Yeah. Or, like, it's, like, lit crit. Very cool. Very lit
1: interesting. Lit Crit Jack. Yeah, there's a Ugh. lot. There's a lot. Yeah. I don't know if I like it, Lit Crit Jack. It's a guy in your English lit class who takes up all the air in the room. Even if what he's talking about is nice and good and right, yeah, you kind of maybe wish he would not. <laughs> it's that guy.
0: Yeah, that's I exactly it. Like that yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I hope he, I hope he finds his way back into the episode. Well, tonight. let's see on the other side of the break. Okay.
1: Okay. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um. Dilly dilly, my lord. (laughs) Oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to... um, Visit BetterHelp.com Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot slash Bedfellows. We're back, Tanner, but what the listeners don't know is you and I had a big Juicy gossip sesh, didn't uh, we? And, didn't
0: we? And during
1: the break, normally we just get back to work, like the businessmen that we are. Oh, but we got, whoo, we were a little naughty. We got a little naughty, yeah. and we just had a big, gos- big gossip, didn't we? Yes. We a little
0: judge. We, you know what? We fell into the uh, trap of judgmental thinking, and it's something yeah. I'm trying to do less
1: and less now, Jack. Yeah. And what I did was enabling, which is, uh, the, look out for the enable. You know what? What Mr. Rogers says is, look out for the helpers. But yeah. the, the evil Mr. Rogers, if there was like a devil Mr. Rogers, he would say, "Look yeah. out for the enablers because they're going to enable your what is it? Judgmental thinking, and that's Judgmental what I thinking. did." Yeah, yeah.
0: And I was I pulled it bad out for of your me. overall well being. Yeah. You know, good,
1: good for me though.
0: But I use these supplements now. <laughs> Taking these supplements <laughs> is this an ad? Help. <laughs> now you got <laughs> to try your guy earlier. I was thinking I might like.
1: <laughs> Do you think they'll be friends? You're like. I've got like these supplement guy, that, yeah. supplement guy, gonna hang out with like annoying English class guy. Here's the thing: I was an annoying English class guy in college, but that was twenty years ago. You, I got have, to take never, out for a spin. You've the, never
0: taken off the the mantle,
1: yeah. But I got to feel what it would be like to be an annoying English class guy now, and it felt so you've, good. And right, you have been, yeah, you are that. Yeah, it's always been in me. It's always <laughs> been in you. Yeah. It's always <laughs> been you. That's beautiful. Do you think we've described the whole movie?
0: Um, let's see. They foil the bad guy, and um, he gets arrested, and they get rescued by her agent.
1: Yeah, and it's funny. But and and it's they funny, fall and the, the process- whole time she's
0: wearing a big, spangly,
1: bright, Pink jumpsuit, and we didn't say what Brad Pitt does at all, but like he <laughs> it's like a pretty big spoiler. Yeah, he's funny in it. He's funny. Watch the movie; it's super fun. He like yeah. He initially is their guide, and he's like a, a badass. He's Jack like, Trainer. He's kind he's of the ex Navy Seal. Channing Tatum is bad at doing it, but he is also in love with her, and they do be a big kiss, and that's why it's a romance. Yep. I've got a hit segment, and it—you yeah. it, have to get out of here. We'll bring in Arbiter oh, okay. Tanner for this one.
0: The the just imagine the time bubble coming now.
1: Okay, the time bubble is coming. Here comes Arbiter Tanner. Uh, Tan- Arbiter Tanner, uh, once again, you are n- nude. <laughs> mm, hello, Jack. May I ask you, is it the time bubble that makes you have to be? Oh, nude? Oh, I've just come from the deep future. Okay, yeah. What's going on there?
0: It is awful. Okay. It's a hellscape.
1: Hey, you thought 2022 was bad?
0: We've got um an even worse covid. <laughs>
1: okay,
0: even worse. And there's skeleton mon- uh metal skeletons
1: walking oh, around no. stopping on skulls. That sucks. Yeah. Well, welcome to here. I'm sorry to call you from that future, but the reason that we have Arbiter Tanner on the show is because... To render judgment. Yeah, I have a hit segment. It's called On the One Hand. No, I'm here to render
0: judgment. Yeah. You pitch uh, ratings of this film to me. Yeah. And I dispense judgment and justice.
1: Yeah, in the form of... Withholding kisses, with from, the kisses from the people reviews I don't agree so with. So what we're going to do, I went on to Rotten Tomatoes, I went to the user reviews section, and I found a couple reviews that really liked this one, uh, a couple reviews that were kind of six of one, half a dozen of the other. On the fence hand. Yep, and then a few reviews that really kind of hated this film. So I'd like to run through those with you, please, Arbiter Tanner, and you can judge who's right. Judge, jury, and executioner. So on the one hand, Trish on june 3rd 2022 so quite recently trish what trish oh i can't she's she's foiled me she is the trish she's the <laughs> oh the original trish yeah she's, it's just trish yeah i can't track her you can't track her she gave this one five stars and she says funny light-hearted mm-hmm. just what i needed today um uh, she having a bad day not anymore <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that may, and that makes me feel better.
0: <laughs> that makes me
1: feel good. Yeah, Knowing
0: that Trisha's having a better day makes yeah. m- my day better. Yeah,
1: I liked that one a lot. And the, uh, here's my second and final five-star review for this film. Most of the reviews for this film were five stars, I should say. But yeah. I only chose two. And the second one is from Stephen C. And he gave this... Stephen Segal? Call there. Oh. Yeah. He gave this film five stars... On June 1st, uh, so two oh, okay. days before Trish had her bad day turned upside down. Okay. Uh, he says, let me just count here. uh, three, four, five, six, seven. Ugh, I'm going to estimate, I'm going to guesstimate was something like 27. He says, ages 13 and older. And then there are 27 exclamation points. <laughs> ages 13 and older. Yeah. I think he's excited that the movie is PG 13. <laughs> Oh. He's very excited. Do you think he's correcting someone's
0: grammar? Do you think at some point they say in the movie, ages 13 and over, and he's like, no, it's actually ages 13 and older? I don't think so. That'd be a pretty wild thing to that'd do. That'd be wild. But And he's it's given a five-star it review? Five
1: stars, and he says, ages 13 and older, and then he's given it something like 27. Exclamation point. Stephen Colbert fucking loved this, but he yeah. loved it. For and he an loved that it was idiosyncratic like, reason. Yeah, <laughs> anyone over the <laughs> age of thirteen can watch Which is that it was PG thirteen. I guess, like, if I had time, I would go back and look and see if he only reviews PG thirteen movies. Like, yes, they did it again. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is what I want. Maybe he just turned thirteen, and so he's as on his thirteenth birthday, he's going to every pg-13 movie and being like yes you and i are fucking seeing eye to eye finally
0: it's like the guy there's a guy on um steam who goes around reviewing video games and his name is ya or nah okay and he's just like he's like a god there because yes. he'll just go and do his little thumbs up or thumbs down on on That's every nice. like just every game That's and if good. you know ya said ya if yeah. you said if you know ya or nah said ya yeah games can be good hell yeah and that's this guy. That's he's good. he's here to say like, yeah. If he's if he you see his name in the comments, yeah. Stephen
1: Colbert. Yeah,
0: you're looking at a PG-13 movie, <laughs> baby.
1: <laughs> good. Okay. All right. Those are my on the one hand uh, reviews. I've got a couple of reviews that are what we like to call in this business on the fence hand. <laughs> okay.
0: I'm. Some of these ones drive me crazy because yeah, it's often
1: These ones are tough. Religious nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the case in this case. So these guys kind of have something in common. Okay. And so folks who thought this movie was just fine, I think fall into a certain category of folk. Okay. Our first version of this is Matt S. We do know a guy called Matt S.
0: I know. but it's, it's throwing off my whole algo. <laughs> <laughs> it's just where my my mind clicks into his name every single time I try to
1: take a new yeah. approach. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> we'll have to come back to it. Maybe it's just, this is Matt S. And he gives this film three stars on June 27th of this year. And he says, yeah. So that's already. Well, he's got oh, more okay. to say. He's got oh, Matt say. Santos. Okay, who's that?
0: The Democratic nominee for president in the sixth season of West Wing, who Josh Lyman goes to be the campaign manager
1: for. Got it. Perfect. So he says, Played by Jimmy Smith. Perfect. He says, Yeah, as if we're already in conversation. And Mm -hmm. then he says, Again, kind of making me think that we are already in conversation. This is better than cats. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, I think, is doing that same
0: service, you know? His his calibration is Cats. It's like, as long as you've seen Cats, you know, you're right there with him. Yeah. So now I know this is better than Cats. cats.
1: Better Cats. Yeah, this is better than Cats. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. (laughs) And I go around and I say, all the films that are better than Cats. And yep, this one is better than Cats. Yeah. Jamie D. Well, we know from the movie that it stands for Dick. Yeah. Jamie Dick gives this film 3 stars on May 23rd of 2022 and he says and he and Matt Santos I think are kind of on the same page but with a different thing. He yeah. says unlike the mummy, this will never be revisited. <laughs> Good for what it is. Mindless <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> There's like so much to think about in there. Such a such a like Such an odd praise of The Mummy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And such a
1: specific... I think he does what Matt Santos does, which is he goes on every movie and he says, whether, like The Mummy, it will be revisited. (laughs) Right. (laughs) There's so many other movies have sequels. Yeah. Is that all he means? No, I don't think it's sequel. I think The Mummy is a movie that he thinks you can watch over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, I thought he just
0: meant the Mummy has a sequel, and this no. one won't. No, he's saying he's never going to revisit this movie. Yeah, unlike the Mummy, unlike like, the Mummy, which is which the quintessential worn through, of, like yeah. twenty DVDs of. Yeah, exactly. And Apple, iTunes keeps like has has barred his account from <laughs> continuing to rent <laughs> the Mummy, <Yeah>. the Mummy. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's
1: those are the I guys mean on it, the it's fans.
0: honestly pretty helpful. Yeah. Um I haven't seen cats, but I've heard it's really bad, so I've Yeah. So I've we know this is better kind than of the cats. low bar. Yeah. And I Jamie and I just rewatched the the mummy. Still great.
1: If you and I started a website that was called Better Than Cats or or not. Yeah. Oh, oh it, yeah. We just like Pick any movie and just, like, rate it as being better than Cats or not. Do you mean the animal Cats or the movie Cats? Not the animal Cats. Nothing's better than that. Yeah.
0: I feel like we'd be sort of stealing Stephen—or who was it? Stephen Colbert's thing. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. We shouldn't do that. Maybe we can hire him to work for us. Okay, here are some some reviews that are, on the other hand— And these guys really hated this. Okay. I've got five of them. Uh, They're all very short. Okay. So I'll just kind of run through them. You're
0: going to have to do the names then as you go.
1: So uh, this is Anonymous, and I think Anonymous has reviewed this twice. The hacker cult? I think this is the same guy. and I th- Yeah, it's the hacker cult. It's the Guy fox mask guy. Yeah. And I think this is the same guy. Tell me if you think it is or not. Maybe it's just two guys from Anonymous because they are Legion.
0: Yeah, they are Legion.
1: His first review says... Two stars and this was twenty two hours ago. So Oh fresh. Hot. That's hot. He says a bomb, never worthy of a rewatch. And that's wow, okay. two stars. I so is that is that a cali's that
0: I don't have that as a calibration. I mean it's the same whether or not I want to rewatch it's something. It's the same over point of view again.
1: that Jamie D has. Yeah, right. But like slightly less positive. And then I think it's the same guy again because he's then reviewed it again. And he's given it two stars again and, and it was also twenty-two hours ago. And yeah. he says the following, which is a more interesting version of what I think is exactly the same comment, but he says, Lamo Blamo, weak, yeah. never worthy of a rewatch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think he took
0: well which one, which one <laughs> like chronologically is first?
1: I think the bomb one is first, and he was like, God damn it, I should have said lame o blamo. <laughs> yeah. yeah i think he wanted another run at it yeah (laughs) yeah that's fair enough first
0: one yeah and you know what i admire that and that's something that arbiter tanner is going to have to take into
1: account i just really want arbiter tanner to rule in favor of trish though (laughs) 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 Give me some more of these bad ones okay here's what aravind N says on july 5th 2022 he gives it 1.5 stars and aravind says the following thing I slept halfway through That's you. Yeah, that's me. I slept halfway through this boring and very predictable nonsense soap opera. I don't understand how critics rate this over 60%, and series like The Terminal List gets 34%. I guess there is politics behind these discrepancies. Okay, I gotta look it up. (laughs) So The Terminal List... So what's the politics? What's happening with the MSM? That they're like, hey, let's let's say the terminal list is bad and let's say that the lost city is good for politics reasons. Yeah, <laughs> it's politics. Um, the, ter- the terminal list is
0: a Chris Pratt,
1: <laughs> Navy
0: SEALs, uh, okay,
1: like military porn do you think it's the same shadowy figures who made everyone not want to watch the terminal list and made everyone want to watch the lost city
0: um i'm looking just sort of at a, a brief glance of like the terminal list appearing in various news sites headlines yeah seems like pretty positive
1: assessment all around okay new i would say neutral to positive maybe aravind uh, his work has kind of shifted the balance and the scales have fallen from people's eyes and they're like you know what we should be watching the terminal list with chris pratt
0: now i'm deep in terminal list lore yeah and i i you have to i'm pulling the ripcord jack you have to pull me out of please come out of it yeah yeah okay
1: good i've got two more um anonymous yep. again from the um the hacker, hacker collective, collective uh, a member of the hacker collective and uh, don't try to track them down they're legion
0: <laughs> yeah they're legion you can find one but yeah. three more will will yeah. will stand where he and fell. they will
1: something i can't remember what it is but they will and don't something um don't <laughs> expect us yeah <laughs> we will yeah review a bunch of movies on Rotten yeah. tomatoes, I and mean, we're gonna <laughs> fucking give them very bad reviews. <laughs> yeah, because of politics. Yeah. <laughs> so, Anonymous gives this 1.5 stars on June 5th, 2022. And Anonymous says the following thing. And I think, like, Anonymous is like the the dark, dark matter version of Stephen Colbert, okay. who was really excited that this got age 13 and older. Right. Anonymous says, This movie is for children's. <laughs> <laughs> so overrated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that everyone? <laughs> Children's? No, I've got one more. Oh, okay. This is the final one, and then you can pass judgment. This is someone called Nooninoo, and Nooninoo gives this film 0.5. Oh, am I supposed to
0: guess her last name? Nooninoo... The new numa,
1: numa guy. <laughs> it's the new numa, numa guy. It's Noony New, and Noony News gives this film 0.5 stars on May 23rd, 2022. 20, and Noony News says the following thing. And Arbiter Tanner, you're going to be endeared to this person in the same way that we were both endeared to Trish. But okay. please don't let recency bias make you like them more than you like Trish, who's c- a okay. clear favorite and a lovely person.
0: I'll try not to let it influence my decision, but yeah. I also really like the Numa, Numa guy.
1: Yeah. Here's what the Numa, Numa guy says. I didn't get to watch it. I was asked to leave. <laughs> 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 Any more? No, that's it. Oh,
0: God. What a mystery. <laughs> I want to know so much
1: more. You know? And it's all one sentence. It's all one run-on sentence. I didn't yeah. get to watch it. I was asked to leave.
0: <laughs> okay, I've left a review anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone ahead and left a review for you. Point 0.5 stars. Trish. Yeah. Trish gets all my kisses. Yeah, Everyone else Trish. gets Trish locked into a cold prison of of no kisses. Yeah, and Rick Rat.
1: Yeah. Okay, thank you Arbiter Tanner. You can come back now, regular Tanner. Oh, thank you. We don't have a lot of time left. I want to briefly touch on the theory that I have just come up with that this film is set in the City of Angels verse. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You said that tonight? I just came up with it.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's explore it together. Give me your um, your opening salvo here.
1: Okay. Here's what I think. So Oscar from the – there's a B-plot that's very funny and cute. That's Oscar from The Office is like – has a charter plane and yep. Miss Agent who's like trying to save her teams up with him and they're really yeah, cute together they're and they're funny. funny. Yeah. And they have like a really funny exchange where she a- asks if he's a murderer. <laughs> yeah. And he gives like a very unconvincing no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm about to ask you something. You better tell me the truth. Have you ever murdered anyone before? <laughs> no.
1: I don't know if I really buy it, but let me tell you something. If you ever think about murdering me, I promise I will murder you first. My pleasure. You are weird. Let's go. (laughs) But then at the end of the film, they're on an island all celebrating. And Oscar from The Office comes and offers Miss Congeniality a cocktail. Okay. And he says, My dear. And she says, You are an angel. Thank you. And he says, How did you know? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And then it's just kind of left there. So he's an angel from the City of Angels.
0: And doesn't that change
1: things a little bit?
0: And we're sure that's not the name of his character in the movie? I don't think so. I think he's called Oscar in everything that
1: he does.
0: (laughs) His name is Oscar, the actor. Uh, Right, okay, yes, that is true. And he's like one of those actors who's like, sorry, you have to rename the character Oscar. I get too confused. Yeah, so that's fun. People try to call me anything else.
1: It's in the City of Angels verse. I would
0: like this to be in the City of Angels verse. And so does that mean he is her angel? In the same way that Nick Cage was Meg Ryan's angel.
1: I mean, it just means that City of Angels is true. And yeah, I guess it means he's her... An- hmm. It just means I think that City of Angels is true.
0: What I Here's what I suspect. Remember yeah. the same way that Dennis Franz... What's his name? Jonathan Franzen? Yeah. Um, <laughs> could also see the angels? Yeah. Or had like an experience with the angels and sort yeah. of was aware of what was happening with Meg Ryan? Yeah. I think that's what's happening with miss congeniality and she can see the angels yeah i think miss congeniality has had a brush with angels before so she's aware of oscar yeah and he is actually the agent's angel
1: okay that makes a ton of sense yeah that's my headcanon that's beautiful i like that and headcanon is a thing that the teens used to say yeah and like when when was that 15 years ago yeah and it's it's still kind of not a thing i totally know about but I think I understand it from context. Um, Let's do our quick burns. Okay. And it's our... (gasps) (inaudible) There's
0: a lot of good burns in this film. Uh, Why don't you go first? 26 minute, 38 second mark. Daniel Radcliffe has kidnapped Sandra Bullock, and she is in his compound on the island, and... She's meant to be translating some hieroglyphics to, yeah. like, find this treasure. Mm-hmm. And he's leaving her to do her work. And she says,
1: they will come for me.
0: And he says, who exactly? Your, your many cats? And she says, oh,
1: I don't have cats.
0: And he says, somehow even more sad. <laughs> Pretty good burn. That's good burn. Yeah, and you should like it as a cat
1: cat man. It's a burn on me, and there's another burn on me in this book, I'm Realizing, which is at the 6 minute and 30 second mark when the agent is coaching Sandra Bullock to go on stage for her book tour, and she says, Remember, no grumpy face, big words, or boring academic talk. (laughs) Which is literally everything you say to me before we do our podcast. Yeah, Here's my burn, ready? Yeah. So the agent comes and like they rescue Daniel Radcliffe and Sandra Bullock and Die Hard son are in a coffin, but they do escape and then they're also rescued on the same boat that Daniel Radcliffe, who is the villain, is rescued on. Yeah. And the agent says to Sandra Bullock, I found a bridge
0: guy in a cave. I thought he was a little boy, but he has a full beard. <laughs> Yeah, Dana Ratcliffe's tiny. Yeah, he's small. Well, he's very like Jack funny. and I know because we met him once. <laughs> Did we? Yeah, at Major Media Company. Did we?
1: Yeah. Shows what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh I you know I something about a smaller part than I expected.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, any um any like lit rants you want to do before we go? I'm done, but we have not seen the last
1: of this character.
0: <laughs> okay. I yeah. I can't wait.
1: Yeah. I guess we're going to go. We've said everything we needed to say. Yep. we have said everything we needed to say. You and I are cowards. We were going to do "Love in the Time of Horses" because this is a, a. Oh, let's just do it. We don't have time. Okay, and we're we cowards. were going to
0: do. We talked about it on the break. We said we were going to do "Love in the Time of Horses" because it's a book Jack about accused that. us of being too afraid of it. We're afraid of it.
1: We have a no. We novel just haven't done it since
0: either. we started doing mostly movies. Yeah. But we this would be we, a perfect we need time. like a we need to pitch a Hollywood script, you know? Yeah. I also think we kind of nailed Love in the Time of Horses. I think we We've had the story the almost entirely down. Yeah.
1: And like the backs, the prequel, <laughs> <laughs> the Bible. Yeah, we'll get there. We will get there. We promise you this. Yeah. Everyone who's been clamoring. There would
0: have been a really great opportunity for it tonight, but it just didn't it wasn't in the cards, okay?
1: <laughs> we got to go and we're going to leave. We're going to go. I'd like to thank the um what do we call everybody? Baby Nation sex and the bugs. Sex Bugs for the bed bearing pots. with us this week. I'd like to thank you Tanner so very much for bearing with me. Hey, subscribe to our Patreon. We're talking about the TGIF shows, but we're actually this week talking about the must-see TV. Oh, yeah, because the World Series of Baseball is
0: on. It's complicated. So we have to flip over to NBC and, and it's also like five and years into the future.
1: Everyone's having a nice time in there. And it's also a really good way to support our show and keep us doing what we're doing. So it's patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed. And thank you to everyone who is about to subscribe. Uh, we yep. love and kiss you so very much. You mm-hmm. can also support our show at bit.ly slash rattlesnakejake. You can please and, in fact, must join our Facebook group, Baby Nation on Facebook. Please rate and review the show wherever you rate and review shows. Thank you so much to everybody who has already done that. All that remains for me to say right now is that this week we watched a movie. The movie we watched was called The Lost City. And next week, I think we said this last week. Oh. I don't get to pick? You always give me my picks. I can give you your picks, but I will say that my wife, Sarah, has been dying for us to watch Only You. Yeah, we were supposed to watch that
0: this week, but yeah. you gave me gave me some enigmatic.
1: Yeah. Like, you want to know what it was? I had to watch this movie during the day because I just ran out of time and Sarah really wanted to watch it with me. That was okay. why we no, couldn't let's just do, do
0: it. it. We're going to do Only You starring
1: Iron Man and someone else. America's Actual sweetheart, sorry, Sandra, it's Marissa Tomei. Oh, yeah. And Robert Downey Jr., you want to hear this? A childhood incident has convinced Faith Corvach that her true love is a guy named Damon Bradley, but she has yet to meet him. Preparing to settle down and marry a foot doctor, Faith impulsively flies to Venice when it seems that she meets... Well, this is, seems complicated. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like a job for. <laughs> it costs twenty point one million dollars to make Jeff it and Elmer <laughs> almost. That's what we're watching. Only you, everybody has to. You know what? Actually, normally this isn't mandatory, but it's mandatory. You have to watch it with us. So yeah, you're not you're allowed to listen to, this, to the show unless you watch. You're not allowed to listen to the show unless you watch this. So you have to watch it this week. You, hey, hey, hey! No, stop it! Listen, listen. Yeah. You've got yeah. a whole a whole week where you're just gonna watch whatever stupid thing you watch. And instead, t- take the fucking time yeah, and watch only you. Do the work, and I expect every I wish I could single watch- person. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, yeah. I wish I could watch what I want to watch. Yeah, <laughs> but we don't for you, and vice yeah. versa is true too. And this is the first one time, time we're we ask you. for it. One time, everybody watch only you. Every fucking buddy, yeah, all of you watch yep. it. Thank you. All that remains is for me to say that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. And I hope you find your Channingly Ever After. Oh, cute. Yeah, Tatum. We might be